Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. It is Friday. Woo! Is it Friday? I believe it's Friday, and I don't know why I'm even cheering because it doesn't even really matter. It's like one big lost weekend anyway. Uh, hi, everybody. It's Friday, April 3rd. <laughs> April 3rd. The 3rd. It's a Knock em Dead comedy radio show coming at you live from GovsRadio.com at Governor's Comedy Club, the legendary Governor's Comedy Club here in Levittown, New York, the home of so many great comedians where so many great comedians got their start. Hello, Tom Galati. Hello, Carol Miner. Hello, all you fellow knockers out there watching the Knock em Dead comedy radio show. You just saw the Teespring commercial. <clears throat> where, whoa, look at that. There's somebody in the it's building. It's a person. Holy moly. <laughs> now what? I don't know. Do we have to like like hightail it out of here? Well, he sprays the world for, he's the, oh, so he's he's keeping the us germ safe. sprayer. He's the bug killer germ sprayer so he's governor. So, so he's our hero. So he's probably, plus he has all these plastic <clears throat> gloves on. I think we're okay. All right. And he was on the other side. We have all the doors closed. It's just so nice to see a side. face in person that I've I know, I haven't seen. I was happy, but also it kind of scared me at the same time. At first, we're like, not the bug guy. And now we're like, it's a bug guy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, all right, so anyway, uh, hello, Bobby Inns. Bobby Inns of Limo Talk with Graz. They were on last night. Hope you enjoyed it. So anyway, yeah, we were just watching. You guys just saw the, uh, the teespring.com commercial. Um, you can get your Goes Radio swag, like these mugs here. Uh, while you, none of you are home and nobody's working, make sure you buy your <laughs> Goes Radio stuff. 
to show to no one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, Just help. that you have it will make you happy and make this time go better. Everybody's tuning in. Suzanne Roman Faschino is watching. Suzanne, we were just playing your boys. Uh, Thomas and Paulie, we were just playing some music of theirs before our show started. If um, if you're ever on GovsRadio.com uh, on the listen, you know, the audio only tab, sometimes we play something. We Like for maybe 15, 10, 15 minutes for our show, we'll play music or we'll play a comedian. We played Jackie Joke, Jackie the Joke Man a lot. Did we play Andy Plajanos yesterday? We did. Yeah, we, we played we... Andy Plajanos yesterday, who's watching too. Uh, Jeff Bosey's watching Ken Pichel, uh, Rain Ryan. I, I mentioned I wanted to mention Rain Ryan yesterday. She, I saw her name pop up yesterday too. Rain, um, if you'd like to, uh, we'd love to talk to Ed. Ed Ryan. He was a guest on Jam a few weeks ago. But uh, if he ever wants to FaceTime and we'll get him on the screen here, maybe play a song and have a laugh. Ed, Ed Ryan. He's been on the local scene for what seems like forever. I, I want to say since the late '80s, I think, or early '90s. Um, mostly he's a singer, singer, but he was, if, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe when he first kind of started going out and performing, he was mostly doing stand-up. Oh, really? I didn't know that. First time I ever saw him was stand-up at the brokerage, as a matter of fact. It makes sense. He's so comfortable on the stage that it makes sense that it's not, you know, his first rodeo. He's really enjoyable to watch and listen to. Yeah, if he ever wants to, even like after all this big mess, if he wants to come in on the show, kind of hang Well, yeah, we were, we were working on that. Ed and I had some oh, really? uh, conversations about it, but then, uh, but then Joe the plague hit. Well, no, no, no. Joe invited him to be on Jam, oh. which you know he should be on there first. Yeah, because so, he's music. So I backed off and said I don't want to step on Joe DeJesus' toes because the prosthetic will break his toes. So I said I'll step back because that's the kind of guy I am. Anything for Joe DeJesus. You just, you just forgot about it. Didn't you? No. I'm kidding. <laughs> Joe Murphy's watching. Greg Filippo, Derek Mutispoor. Good morning, everybody. Um, so yeah, it's Friday. Um, and we just I just got the breaking news that somebody at the News 12 Long Island Studios has tested positive, so they shut down the Long Island, News 12 Long Island Studios. Well, I thought everyone was doing it from like their own house anyway. Were they doing like actual <clears> news <throat> coverage? Yeah, like our buddy Stone Grissom, who was on the show once or twice, he... Uh, he was still in the studio. So now what? So now, now you go on 12 News and what do you say? Well, now they're broadcasting from, they're doing the Long Island News from their New Jersey studio. Oh, all right. That makes sense. Well, yeah. New Jersey must be pretty pissed because they're already sick to death that we're so close to them and we're going to get them sick. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they're going over there to now infect everybody. Oh, I think so they're like, already. So the people here are just <coughs> off work. Well, a lot of times, well, actually, a lot of times you'll see, they actually, you don't know. Some some segments are actually filmed. You don't filmed know. At, you don't know, Sally. You don't know. You don't know. Yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> a thing or two about News, news 12, 12 that you've you've stalked for ages. Because I'm the News 12 insider you expert are. You're guy. actually really into News 12. I do. I, I yeah, do. I love it. local news. Um, but yet sometimes some segments are actually coming from New Jersey. And I think they have, um, is it Westchester? They, I think they have another studio. Um, so, you know, sometimes you'll see, I'm telling you what I know and you're not even listening to I me. Know, I know, like, I got another notice from that Patty Mayo person. We've been getting here uh, at our shows, we've been getting notifications from Facebook saying that we've been playing something. We don't know if it's music or videos or what that, that is owned by Patty Mayo. 
We have no idea if that's a company, a person. Uh, we have no idea what that is. What are you wearing? Yeah, it's this thing already. It's this show. It's today's show? Yeah, because that's us. What have we... What have we done? We played yeah. the Fashino Brothers. Yeah. Sue, do, does Patty Mayo own the Fashino family? Patty Mayo is like... like pretending mm-hmm. she owns all this stuff and is like complaining. But that, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if Patty Mayo is a person, a company. I, I don't even know what Patty Mayo is. Like she's squatting all over the place saying that she mm-hmm. owns the land. So let's dispute it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we don't know uh, what that is, but we've been getting it a lot. And it's just our vi- our show. Yeah, I don't know what we're doing. <clears throat> so maybe we have a stalker who's trying to claim ownership. Patty Mayo, just FaceTime with us and we'll... Clear it up. Hello, Carla Okerson. Hello, Gina Jimmy Coffin. Hello, Jackie Sherman Guido. Valentina loves News 12. Next week, knock him dead Zoom. Well, yeah, right. Now that we have people in the building, we have the exterminator. But he's making us safe. He's exterminating all things Corona. Yeah, he doesn't. And he doesn't look like he does, <clears throat> you know, a lot of other things. So he's not probably like, you know, out and about with uh what so the only time I ever see him is here, and he gets in his car. I think he lives in his car. What is that? What do you? <laughs> he doesn't look like he does anything else. He what? just—he's just, he's just on the side look? of the building, waiting for the next time he's to spray. Patty Mayo is a YouTuber. He pretends to be a cop. Drew Scott is my favorite, says Valentina. Valentina, Drew Scott has retired almost two years ago. <laughs> yeah, but we actually had him in the studio. Um, I interviewed him for because he his poor granddaughter died of a heroin overdose. Yeah, and, you and um, Eric were here with him one day. Yeah, yeah, and I live and he's from Massapequa, and that's uh, that Massapequa on Long Island. It's like the nicest town to to live in, and mm. I, I was shocked to find out that it has the highest heroin teenage usage in all of Long Island. I was like, I thought someone was pulling my leg. I'm like, no way. So Pulling your leg? <laughs> amputee jokes. So yeah, so I was uh, interested to speak with him. He's a really nice man, very informative. And very a very sad story. Yeah. Um, and speaking of sad stories, and, and I won't stay on it much, I don't want to do too much negative, but I uh, saw Vinny... You're going to bring D- us down further, aren't you? I am. I, saw, I see Vinny DeAngelis is watching. Hello, Vinny. Hope you're well. Please don't tell me there's something sad about Vinny. I no, love him. No, but it just made me remember. It reminded me because Vinny and I graduated high school together. <clears throat> and um, I just wanted to just mention um, uh, condolences. Um, we Somebody that we graduated with uh, passed away yesterday from Corona. Um, his name was Adam Barthmare. He was a classmate of ours. So uh, condolences to his friends and family. Uh, very sad news um, to hear about it. You know, it's so funny. Remember a few weeks ago when this was first hitting, everybody was posting on Facebook. Does anybody actually know somebody with this? And everybody was posting you, no. You held out for a while. I was waiting for you to, like, catch up. You were a little like, this is <clears throat> too overboard. Everyone, and I'm like, he, it give, I was just saying to myself, give, give you Tony Walker another week and a half, and you're going to be like, oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. yeah, you were holding no, on. No, no, no. I was. I'm. I'm still. I'm still a little. I mean, I get the whole stay inside, and I we're doing our part. I mean, we're coming in here only because there's nobody else in here, and we're infecting each other as already. But, but we've been doing our part, and and I, no, it's it's. I get it, but <clears throat> it's the 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 def, There's definitely media hype. Oh my goodness! What is she saying? <laughs> Tony's mommy said, "Do you have a show today?" 
the only thing that's airing is yesterday's show. So he's going to help her out. Unless she's watching. Is she watching us right now thinking it's yesterday? No, because Thursday you were red. And we're definitely on because people are commenting. Yep. We are on, Mother. You're just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing about not being able to be, like be around people. Like She can't <clears throat> hit you for six weeks easy, right? <laughs> you but, get yeah, everything. But, <laughs> but she's Italian, and Italians don't forget, and they just hit normally. So, you know, they just assume that they have something to hit you over. So as but soon as she... you have six weeks <clears throat> to, like... <clears throat> True story. <clears throat> True story. And this is going back years ago. My mother called me up for something, and I was wise enough to her over the phone, and she said, next time I see you, I'm going to smack you. It was a good seven to ten days. <laughs> and she came over the house. I opened the door. Bam! Right in the head. Bam! That post made think me about, so angry. Think says, about her. She waited all that time to hit you. <clears throat> like, what about her needs? Right. You're so selfish. Uh, isn't he a dirty exterminator? Limo Zoom probably still smells like feet. <laughs> yes, it does. It just lingers in here. Hello, Felix. Um, yeah, Sue, Sue says that post made her angry. What is she talking about? What the, post? The Patty Mayo? Danielle Asher's watching. Hello, Danielle. Uh, all right, I have one more complaint, and then we can move on to some bigger and better things. But I have a complaint with... Um, I just hope it's not me. No, it's not you. Uh, God. Oh, okay. God. And now, well, who controls the weather? Is it Al Roker? Is it God? Mother Nature? Whoever controls the weather... You know, it's not bad enough with the way things are. Everybody's staying in their house. Everybody's cooped up. Everybody's miserable. Everybody's scared. Everybody's anxious. Can we at least get some nice spring weather I so we can, you know, enjoy the outside? I thought you were <laughs> gonna. I thought you were gonna complain about the whole like now, like we're all like worried to death about getting this <clears throat> virus, and now we have to deal with like. Uh, pollen and wondering whether we like, <laughs> like well, was that sneeze like what is that sneeze pollen or death hello you know? Jessica hello Joan well no but that is but yeah that is kind of the weird <laughs> thing with spring like me I have horrible al- allergies and um, it is it is weird cause I, I, and I, I do have them a little like they're starting to kick yeah. in and I know they're allergies you know it feels do like you, allergies well that's a thing because now you sneeze <laughs> and you're like you think that because, oh, I must have it because I just sneezed. So then, you know, in your head, you're like, what do I do? Like, you're tempted to run into the bedroom and lock the doors and quarantine yourself and yeah. keep away. But, yeah, it's it's allergies. I know it's allergies. And I'm do sh- you? Well, let's find out. <laughs> Achoo! The one about people saying they didn't know any anyone with corona. Well, Oh, okay. That's what made oh, you yeah, angry. Just but people uh, haven't. But people <clears throat> had to catch up. Like some people, yeah. you know. And it was. It, I personally do feel it in the beginning. There was definitely a lot of hype. I mean, no, you know, for, it wasn't. That's there, the point. It wasn't. There, so, no, there so wasn't. everybody running for toilet paper and lining up around uh, around at the gun Those store. Those are different choices that weird people made. But there was no hype about <clears throat> this virus and what it could do and how it could infect. You know, one person could is easily giving it to two point two people per their own virus. That wasn't a hype at all. People just made wet, weird weird decisions. Yeah. The weather machine control, the weather control machine is in Schenectady. Ugh. Can you, Andy, can you go there for us? Can you go take care of that? I used to live near Schenectady. Where haven't you lived? 
<clears throat> they, All right, so those they, are my complaints. They have a fun music thing <clears throat> in Schenectady. They do like a lot of like cool outside concerts during the summer. The thing about like Schenectady, it's so freaking cold up there during the summer. That's right. Really That's why it doesn't work. You live on Long Island. You were raised on Long Island, and now you're here again. <laughs> There's a lot of cool outdoor concerts on Long Island, too. Oh, I, I know. I'm, like, so worried that we're not going to have those. We better. Summer. It's my favorite part about Long Island. Andrew Cuomo said yesterday, it looks like the curve, the apex will come down in May. Who said that? What? Who said that? Andrew, Andrew Cuomo. He did? Oh, in May. I, th- I thought you were going to say is coming down, like, now. I'm like, no, that's not true. No. Yeah, he said it's coming. He showed, Remember, he showed the graph, and it... Said the apex is April and May, and then he said, it, you know, towards the end of May, it's going to start coming down. But it it wasn't, I mean, and it's still kind of, then he showed, I think it went through June and July, and it showed that it's still kind of lingering, but definitely, you know, out. So I'd like to think, I'm hoping that even first week of May, things will slowly start reopening, but, the, the but other- I... I ahead, think sorry. sorry. I, I I do think I'm hope I'm hoping I but I do think that's a stretch the beginning of May but I'm I I'm hoping that June is more more of a reality that things will start getting back you know reopening and getting you don't even think June See the thing about like the the curve <clears throat> like the bell curve like like certainly like the the coming off the curve goes quicker than the build up to the curve. Right. But what it means is like it's if like let's say 250 people at the at the peak are getting the virus in at the peak in New York. And then as a, it is still 240 people are getting it the next day. Like and 230 mm. people like the next day. So it is still and it drops quicker than building, but it still is, you know. The fact that the the peak, if the peak is like a week away, it'll be a lot better than, you know, but they're saying it could be three weeks. Who knows? I'm not even sure if you answered my question. It means that if the peak is three weeks, then no, we're not going <clears> to <throat> see happiness and back to normal anything in June. No. Yeah, yeah, it would because he said the apex would start to come down in May. It's, it. Yeah, but it took from like, like, the beginning of March, people were getting it. So March, April, right, May, it took to get to the peak. So coming off the peak, it's going to be a little quicker, but not. Yeah, but he not in a week. Well, what he showed, he showed it coming down in May and kind of leveling off June and July. Okay. So you're saying that you think they're going to wait like till this leveling off actually goes down completely? I think it's going to be a little while until we get all back to normal and. All right. Well, all right. So, all right. But if we're, if things start to level off in June, the whole point of this was talking about the outdoor concerts. Yeah. And getting governors back open. Yeah. You don't think that'll happen? June. You don't think at least they can start planning June, like for for the end of June, early early July, for things to start happening. Man, I hope so. I, I hope so. Like I I know like you're scheduled to go on stage the beginning of May. I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, May 3rd and May May 6th. I'm supposed to be here at Governors. I don't think that's I, I don't think that's that happening. Up, but I don't think so. Um where near Schenectady were you? Ken Pichel was in Troy. Oh yeah, Troy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well I went to uh I went mm-hmm. to SUNY Albany for a couple of years, so I lived in uh 
and I lived off campus mm. in Albany. And then uh, years later, then I you know lived in a whole bunch of other places for a while, and then um, years later I lived in Saratoga Springs for a few years. So Ken Pichel is saying that his you live the town you live in is called Apex. You live in a town called Apex. Why is our high school mascot not the Apex Predators? It's the Cougars, so that's kind of close. I don't think we'll start seeing normalcy until November or December, says Greg DiFilippo. Wow, man. All right, well, normalcy, yeah, but if but if we can start maybe at the end of towards the end of May or beginning of June, at least start getting things open like like an outdoor event, because an outdoor event would hopefully be safer. <clears throat> um and slowly getting, you know, just we start to see things coming back. Maybe, yeah, then maybe completely back to normal November, December. But if we can at least start to get some kind of, if we can at least start getting back to normalcy in June, like maybe some people going back to work and, and in September, kids going back to school, uh, you know, I, that would definitely ease people's minds. I, you know, that's, I think, a big part of this whole thing for everybody, the fear and the anxiety is the fact that we just don't know. We don't know, you know, when this is going to get back. So at least, so if we're starting it, that's going to ease everybody. And then we can, and then the government can give us all, each household, $1 million. That'd be cool. Because that would be cheaper than bailing out businesses. So if every, if for every household. Why? Why are you doing this? I don't know. <laughs> I was mocking Brian Festa. I know, but <laughs> <clears throat> but I still like the I like the principle behind it, giving us all money so we can spend it and get the the uh, economy flowing again. Instead of I'd rather see that than businesses getting money because bailouts. That last bailout, when was that? Like ten years ago. We didn't see any any of that. Nope. Nobody felt. Not nobody a felt that. Give it to us, damn it, damn it. And plus, like <clears throat> not like I mean the virus. We're, I don't think we understand the virus completely quite yet because there's still like at first they were saying the virus was just droplets, you know, like when you sneeze and someone could inhale part of the droplet in the air and that's how you would get it. And now they're kind of going back and forth whether it's it's just mere airborne where you don't need the sneeze or the cough or the touch. You know, you could just breathe and that that that'll put things off like a little bit. I don't know. Margie Bassett says the pools I hear won't even open. That's bad. <clears throat> you would think a, you would think the chlorine would kill it, kill any germs, you, any corona germs you're spreading in that water. Damn it. Will Wagner probably don't want a high school mascot named Predator, although it's a cooler name. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Will Wagner, who's been in here singing with Joe DeJesu, who also was part of the comedy class. Um, so we'll hope, uh, hope you get your ass back on that stage. Yeah. Did very he go soon. up? Uh, go no, the there? one show that we did, he wasn't there. So there wasn't a show at, uh, <clears throat> in Bohemia or something the same night or no. before? Nope. There okay. was only the one comedy class graduation show. The one that I performed at. <laughs> and I was the very last person to perform at the brokerage. I mean, it is kind of like, I was worried cause like you, like two, I, I was kind of worried for two weeks <clears throat> after your show, like how many people got the virus because they were all sitting in close proximity. But, you know, two mm. weeks went by and no one got anything. Not a so single person in that room 
No. That I, well, that we know. Yeah, that we know. And we had like probably <clears throat> like a lot of the people were friends of ours. No one said, oh, I got sick. <clears throat> Jeff Boshi was there. He didn't get it. Rich Rader was there. He didn't get it. Andrew Plagenos was there. He didn't get it. Yeah. Eric and Danielle Shevlin were there. They didn't get it. Danielle Ashley was there. She didn't get it. Don Chill was there. He didn't get it. You were there. You didn't get it. Nope. Kevin Darby was there. He didn't get it. Linda Bartolomeo was there. She didn't get it. Cindy, Cindy O'Neill Romanello, she was there. She didn't get it. Right. So uh, maybe it isn't. Bonnie airborne. Scalise didn't get it. Her boyfriend, Michael Steven Spielberg, was there. He didn't get it. Frank Fiala and his wife, they didn't get it. MJ's parents were there. They didn't get it. Bobby yeah, Donahue and his wife them. were there. They didn't get it. Nick's parents. Did you say that? No. Uh, uh, Matt and Andrea Sidochi were there. They didn't get it. You didn't get it. I was there. I didn't get it. John Trusen was there. He didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, I felt good about that. <clears throat> are the phones open? They are now, Gina. The phones are open now. We have a call to make in a few minutes. We're going to be calling Brian McKenna, comedian Brian Canetta. Canetta. Brian McKenna, hilarious comedian. Uh, he's been uh, touring with Jim Brewer for a while now. He's uh, his he's Jim Brewer's opening act. He's got a new album out, um, which I believe is called "The Fight Is Over." I believe is the name of the album. I bl- hang on, I have it here. The fight is over. The fight is never over. Oh, that's what it's called. How apropos is that right now? Yeah, Maybe, and also, wow, he, he how knew. else do you know him? <clears throat> How else do I know Brian McKenna? Yeah. Carol Miner is our mutual friend. And how else? Uh, he hangs with Neil. He hangs with Neil. He hangs with Neil Rubenstein. I threaten to do comedy around the whole world. Uh, oh, I, I threaten to do comedy in the whole world cold and sick, says Will. Well, right. That's kind of what happened. You know, I, I feel that things, you know, the comedy world was such in dire straits that they even threw me on a stage. And they were like, and that just kind of sickened the whole world, and that was it. No, Will, um, Tony went on. We, we, he was in uh, Belmore, the Belmore property. He was the last one on. So he's like, yeah, the place got closed down the second he went on stage. <laughs> Joe Murphy's pool will be open in May. Everybody's invited. <laughs> Greg Filippo thinks that the teachers should get more money right now, and I, I do agree. No, Tom Gladdy, John Butera was not there. John Butera... Uh, coming down, feeling better after catching the corona. We wish him well. Uh, John Butera is a comedian here on the island and in the city. Uh, great guy, so we wish him well. But last I heard, he's you know on the mend and feeling good. So happy to hear that. Uh, Butera was not there. There you go. Uh, all right, there we go. <clears throat> You're live on the Knockin' Dead Comedy Radio Show. Who's this? God, I've been missing you guys. I miss you, Tony Walker and Sandy O'Neill. <laughs> Some sheet. How are you? Are you feeling okay? I am okay. I am very, but I am not. I'm not doing okay financially. I I can no longer drive my my car around, and I even went to hold the head, and I went to Mr. Anthony Canada to try to get some limo limo work. And he said, "Go." He said, "Tell me to go help myself." I don't know what's wrong with that man. Well, he he's he's racist, so you shouldn't ask him for work. You shouldn't ask him for anything. Well, he can eat some bitch. <laughs> he can eat what? Some bitch. <laughs> he can be he can be eating some bitch. That's what he can be eating. 
Wow. Well, those are some because strong I, ones. I, needed, I needed to get some work. I am, I am, I am not working. And, uh, I guess uh, I'm applying for unemployment. No good. I am applying for a $1,200 check. Nothing. Nothing's going on. I am very concerned. Well, don't you don't you uh, don't you run a Seven Eleven? No, that is my brother. What are you talking? That's oh, that's your brother. brother. Well, your own brother yes. can't give you work because they're open, even though no, they're, he, they're closing their out. They're no, limiting their because, hours. No, because he's taken too many applications from a DJ D Love. Ah, uh, well, last I heard, did DJ D Love get the job? I don't even know if he has. I I don't know. Well, I think. Go ahead. I am just calling to make sure I want to let you know that I am okay. I am very okay. My family is okay. I'm glad to know that you are okay. I love looking at Mr. Tony Walker and Sandy O'Neill. Very good people. <laughs> and, and right back at you, some sheet. We uh, we hope you don't uh, catch some some sheet and uh, you know that stupid uh, coronavirus. And you know if, if you can't, what? I am not liking it. Uh, yeah, we are not liking it either, uh, but we're glad you're okay. And and sorry you can't drive. I mean, do you have a camel or something that you can get around in? I'm not back home. What are you, crazy or something? Uh, yeah, I must be. I think it's. I think the virus is getting to my that brain. Would be, that would be back home over there in Kapoor. No, very, no, no, not here. Here <laughs> I drive the car. Very, you're very funny, Mr. Tony Walker. <laughs> Not really. That was a perfect example why the comedy world got sick after I was on stage. <laughs> so, so Listen, you guys, you guys, go ahead, go ahead. Well, so, so what are you doing? Uh, so, where else are you looking for a job? Are you out looking for a job right now? I am. I'm looking. Uh, I'm looking around. I'm picking up the contacts, and nobody's wanting me. What? Do you, what so, all right, so you're bro- hiring. Your brother Nobody normally ru- your brother normally runs a Seven Eleven. What do you what do you normally do for a living? I told you I drive I drive the car. I pick up passengers. I I, I drive uh, the car. Oh, that was it. Yes, I did. right. Well, wait a minute though. I'm confused. That you you taxi drivers are considered essential, aren't you? Yeah, but my problem is not many people are wanting to get into the cab. Not, not many people want to get the pickup. They're very afraid. Ah, uh, yeah, that must be tough when people don't want to get the pickup. <laughs> Wow. You know, and, and I didn't stop it off. The car wasn't smelling so good either. But I mean, that's not that's not a reason either. You know, you got to get a you know you got to try to make some money, and it's very hard. I so I have. I'm trying to look. I'm look. Nobody's hiring. Nobody is buying anything. Nobody is even buying my bullshit. I'm buying your bullshit because I do believe you're a very smart man, and I need you to confirm a rumor for me. Go ahead. Go ahead we, we, hear, we hear a rumor that curry kills the corona. Can you confirm? Confirm that curry kills the corona. No, but it can definitely clear out the room. Well, that's true. That so it helps with social distancing. So it does. Absolutely. So, so it does. Absolutely. It, it does help with the corona. Then all right. It, uh, it definitely helps them to preventing social distancing. Yes, the curry definitely clears out the room. Very nice. I, well, I appreciate you uh, you confirming that. Um, so maybe you should just take this as a sign. Because things will get back to normal. Maybe you should just go home and enjoy the family during this time and just not worry. Right. Consider this a break. Enjoy the break. You know, there's, there's always option A, David family. I choose option B. I got to get out and make the money. Listen, I got to get out right now. I got to try to look for work. So right now, I want to say thank you very much for keeping on our radio station and keeping us entertained. 
It's very good. And I love you very much, Mr. Tony Walker and Sandy O'Neill. You guys have a great day, and I talk to you later. Thank you, Sumsheet, for calling in. Good luck with the job search, and uh, check in again next week. Okay, bye-bye now. Bye-bye bye. now. There you go. Sumsheet, our friend Sumsheet, calling in. <coughs> we what, wish what time are you supposed to him and the some sheet family all the best. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Um, all right. So let me let's see if we can if I can figure this out. All right. So I want to I'm going to mirror the screen because I want to FaceTime. You don't want to get rid of your stuff first. Get rid of my stuff. I always try to get rid of my. I don't know what you mean. You know, like uh, Facebook's up. and I don't have any of that. See, you should, you know, I just get rid of it when I'm done. Seriously? Yeah. That's what, you know, any smart person. No one does that. Plenty of people do that. No one finishes, oh, I'm off Facebook. I'm going to, like, scroll up and get rid of this. No one does that. I do that all the time. I guarantee that. I guarantee most people do. He's the tidiest person I've ever known. All right. Let's see if I can get this right. See, All right. So so they can't really. Can they really see the screen yet? Maybe we can. Should we just lower the... It doesn't come up. It does come up. It's right there. So I'm going to punch it all in, and it's going to be seen. All right. I see what you mean. All right. I'll Can just we... put it on a different screen while you do it. How's that? Okay. Yeah, that'll be good. All right. All right. Hold on for a second, guys. All right. Bear with us, because I right, just go want ahead. to call this number. Uh, let's see. Yeah, hold on. So he's just trying to dial... Kind of FaceTime so we could have. Um, right, hang on. Yes. Oh. Uh, all right. Sorry. Whoever just called, uh, call again in a little while because we're, we're trying to get through right now to uh, to Brian McKenna. All right. So now you can put it on there. All right. Hey, what's up, buddy? There he is. Uh Hang hang on two seconds. Hang on. Are you hearing it? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I am. Yeah. I'm totally hearing okay. it. Yeah, it's definitely working. Hey, who are you? Hello, Brian McKenna. How are you, Good. sir? Good. How are you? Doing all right. Look at him. He's he he. We were talking yesterday about how we were going to do this, uh, and he said he wanted to FaceTime so that he had a reason to uh, clean up. So you cleaned up well, yeah. my friend. You cleaned up well. I have. I haven't <laughs> looked like this in about three weeks. So. Yeah, I know. Our our kids are uh, like. I was like, oh my goodness, you have to change your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah. Yeah, so yeah. First and foremost, how how are you? Everybody's uh, everybody's feeling good on your end. Everybody's doing all right. Yeah, everyone's doing all right. Everyone's doing okay. Maya, my family's good. My sister's a nurse up in uh, Westchester Medical Center, so she's she fills me in. But she's feeling good. She's goes to work every day. Oh, so all right. Well, you hats know, off to her. She's she's a hero for uh, taking care of everybody. Very nice. Don't tell her that. She already has a big ego. I don't need her getting any. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I don't need her getting any more. <clears throat> Very nice. All right, so we've been yeah. uh, we've been telling everybody that you're coming on today. We've been telling everybody that you must be some kind of psychic because the name of your new album is uh, "The Fight Is Never Over." The fight is never over. That is for damn sure. So you're like a medium <laughs> or a soothsayer or so, or some some shit, something like that. No, I'm not. I'm far from a medium. We already we already have one Long Island medium, and she's full of shit enough, so I don't need to. <laughs> We actually went to high school with her. Yeah, so, yeah. Did you? Yeah, yeah. so we're going to be nice. Oh, <laughs> you can say whatever be, you want. I'll, I'll, yeah, we I'll can. Because I will. I have a funny story about her, actually. Oh, if we, you guys want to hear it. I yes, we'd love well. to hear it. I didn't know we were going to talk about this, but this is what happened. <laughs> one, one day, I was at a bagel store, 
right? I was in Bagel Boss uh, in Hicksville. And I'm sta- she's two, two, three people in front of me, okay? So, and I... Oh. I just lost him. Hang on, hang on. Hold on. It shows that I still have the signal. Yeah. But did I... Did we lose... No. Hang on, everybody. Sorry about that. Hang on. Yeah, we just lost the... Uh... The FaceTiming signal. Oh, are you kidding me? Now I can't get the signal back? Brian, b- bear with us a second, Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, man. All right. Um, Yeah, I think we're going to have to call you back, but unfortunately, it'll probably, I think we're just going to do regular audio because, yeah, I don't know what happened here. We just we just lost the signal. But yeah, give me a minute. I'll call you back. All right. Thanks. Sorry about that. Sorry, everybody. I don't know. Yeah, we just lost our uh, our signal. Um, all right. So we'll just, we'll just call him and do audio. Damn it. That sucks. All right. So let me. Call him back. That sucked. Sorry about that, everybody. Hello? You there? Yeah, you hear me? Okay, yeah, we hear yeah, you we, fine. We, we hear you fine. Our, our apologies. I don't know how we lost it, but we did. We lost the the uh, ah, we lost the FaceTime. Uh, all right, so you were telling us... Uh, You're in Bagel Boss. Yeah, about... Uh, oh, yeah. Boss, yeah. Yeah, I'm a Bagel Boss. And uh, Now, look, like I said, if you believe in psychics, that is, that is up, uh, that's a personal... Thing. I don't care. It has nothing to do with me. I don't. I personally don't believe in psychics or mediums or anything like that. That's just me. Okay? All right. So I I watch her show and I get uh, I get nauseous almost every time I watch it. So <laughs> when I saw her in the in the in the bagel store, she was a couple people in front of me, and I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm seething. I'm like I want to say something, but I don't know how to. I don't know how to say something. I want to say something, but I don't know how to get to it. You know. And so she walks up and she orders a uh, she orders a, a bagel at the counter. She orders like a whole wheat bagel, and the guy behind the counter says, "Oh, we're out of that." And then I I said from behind there, "Shouldn't you have known that already?" Oh boy! <laughs> and she turned around and looked at me like I was the goddamn devil. And she didn't say anything, but her hair got higher as she as she got angrier. So her hair got about another two three feet higher, and then. She took her bagels and stormed out, and I thought I thought it was the funniest thing that's ever that I've ever done <laughs> personally. <laughs> but yeah, she wasn't too happy with me, the Long Island medium. But uh, you can't yell you. You win some, you lose some. <laughs> that's great. Not everyone's gonna find you funny. I'm okay with that. So let's not. Uh, so we won't tell. We won't tell that it was you. Everybody, everybody watching and listening, don't tell anybody that that was. <laughs> yeah, that was Brian. don't tell her it was me. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so. So the yeah, so the new album is out. Uh, it's available uh, everywhere you can stream. Is there a, a physical uh, version somewhere? Or uh, there, there was a, there was supposed to be a physical version. There isn't yet because of you know whatever's right, okay. going on. But when this hopefully all ends, we all make it out of it. There should be physical copies as okay, well. Very, but very nice. at the moment, there's not. Yeah, it's just iTunes, and I think you can still stream it on Pandora. Okay, uh, and I know it's going out on Sirius soon. I'm just waiting for the day. I don't know what day yet. That's the only. Yeah, it's exciting yeah. though. That's very cool. So, and it says yeah. now, the, and the album says Jim Jim Brewer presents. So, did he did he produce this? Did he back it somehow? 
Yeah, so I've been um, I've been opening for Jim for a couple of years now, and um, it was actually his suggestion. Uh, he said, you know, we should put out a little something to get you out on, you know, Sirius and iTunes and all that stuff. And I said, okay, cool. And then, uh, you know, uh, Jim's manager called me and said, uh, you know, Jim would actually like to put his name on it. Jim Brewer presents. And I said, that's okay with me. I'm yeah, sure. That's, whatever that's, that's really <laughs> nice of him. Yeah. And yeah, you he know, didn't I, have to do that. I haven't met him, but, um, I, I, I was producing a a podcast that Jessica Kirsten uh, did where she interviewed him over the phone not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And I just, so I just like sat here and like you, you get to hear like all the behind the scenes stuff as they're, as yeah. they're talking and such a nice guy, you know, just, yeah. I just really, yeah, he's I really a family guy. It. Yeah. He's about as nice and normal and down to earth as you can get, which is very hard to find in a lot of comedians. Yeah. You know, he's not, He's not on. There is no weirdness. He's just a normal Long Island guy. Right. Um, and which is probably why him and I get along because I'm him and I are very similar in that regard. We're, yeah. There is just no being fun to like travel around doing this with like someone. Who's oh just, yeah. Like, a nice, I mean, no, like, it's, it's hard sometimes to travel with him because he's so funny all the time without trying to be funny. Yeah. You know, he'll just start imitating the waiter and we're in tears. <laughs> last, you know what I mean? And you're like, how did you, like, he's he's that level of funny. Yeah. Um, so it can be difficult at times yeah. because he is so funny, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. No, I, t- I totally get it. Like, sometimes you're just like, I'm getting, like, entertained. For, and that's how I kind of feel like hanging around governors, you know, because, yeah. you know, I'm not you know, funny. And so it's like, it's, it's kind of mm-hmm. nice. Like the people that like walk through the hallways, I feel like, you know, give them the $5 every now and then just to be like, thanks for entertaining yeah. me for free. <laughs> thanks a lot. Cause yeah. they can't help it. They, they just can't help yeah. being so funny on a different level, you know? Mm. So yeah, it's true. And one other yeah, thing that I was kind of interested with, uh, I was like, uh, kind of like looking you up today. I didn't, I didn't realize mm-hmm. you were really good friends with, uh, Neil Rubenstein. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've known Neil, oh, my God, I've known Neil, uh, I, I don't know how, I don't know how well you guys know him, but I, I've known Neil since I was 16 years old. I met him in an illegal poker club <laughs> on Long Island <laughs> when I was 16 years old, so I've known him before comedy, before everything. And is he, <laughs> is he older or younger than you, or same age? He's, he's older than me, he's got to be, he's got to be about 10. I don't know. I don't know the exact. I'm 32, so he's got to be at least 40. So he's at least eight years older than okay. I would think. I just um, recently, how do you know? Him? I just recently met him. I was um, I oh, was okay. engineering a show. I don't know. Several months ago, it was we were doing a comedians on hockey. I think with uh, Steve mm-hmm. Belanja, and mm-hmm. I think he was one of the guests on that show. And that's the first time that I ever saw him or knew him. And then and then I would see him kind of walk the hallways of governors, you know, doing stand up every now and then. I'm like, you know, yeah. you spend like an hour and a half with someone inside a studio. You know, you, you remember them and you, you like wave. Like, yeah, hey, course, how are yeah. you? And then he came on a couple of other shows. And and he's the kind of guy that you could actually say, um, oh, yeah, we had a guest cancel today. And now we uh, now we don't have. um but we'll find something to talk about if anyone wants to stop by. Like seven minutes later, Neil walks in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and just exactly. like saves yeah. the day, you know. And, yeah. <laughs> and he's just so, just so like normal and, uh, you know, just yeah, down he's a to normal earth. dude. Yeah, yeah. And he's. So- I mean, if you you guys should have him on and have him talk to you about all the poker. Neil was involved with poker. I mean, that's how I met him. So he's got. We have stories like from that time and that era that is so in that era, I say like it's 30 years ago, it was like 10 years ago. 
Uh, it, it, but there's like a lot of crazy things that went on that you wouldn't like. I got robbed at gunpoint. What? One time. Yeah, yeah two guys has, sh- like, shotgun there. Like, different life. He's definitely yeah, had Neil's, <laughs> a yeah. different life. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. you could say something that only happens in a movie. He's like, well, when I came across that. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, I was robbed like, at gunpoint when I was 21 years old. A like, large body in your trunk. Well, you know what worked for me, Sal? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like crazy stuff like yeah. that. You're like, oh my God, what? Like, Is this gun story <laughs> something you're allowed to, to share? <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you the story. I don't, I don't. It's not necessarily funny. It might be interesting, but it's not. It's not. I don't. It, there's nothing really funny to happen that night you know what i mean like so i was just playing poker in an illegal club uh actually not far from the governor's not far from the governor's comedy club it was in best page where i was playing yeah um i don't know if you guys are familiar with that area but there's there's a bar called bk sweeney's right so BK in that sweeney's, shopping center you know that is? at the yeah, okay uh, yeah so it's on a corner uh i don't know what street it's on offhand but it's on the whatever shopping mall is on yeah. the, so it's like it's like a little shopping center bk sweeney is on one end on the other end it's something else now but there was there was a poker club it was a small poker club that was run by this guy i'm not going to say his name but there's a guy who used to run it and i went there and there was a ten thousand dollar guaranteed tournament that night for for first place ten thousand dollars is guaranteed and i went there with a few of my friends we went there and played and midway through the tournament there was a regular knock at the door and uh, the big bouncer went over, opened the door, got hit in the face with a shotgun. Wow. Uh, he falls down. Now, I'm looking at the door as it's happening, but it's one of those things that's happening. It feels like it's in slow motion, but it's like, what, wait, wait a minute, who's coming in? So the bouncer falls down. Two guys with insane clown posse masks on <laughs> come You're in. Like 16 right? years with, old. With, by the, yeah, I was like, honestly, I think I was 19 when this happened. So, yeah, I was like 19, I think. Um, but the, here's the thing. Like, it could have been the insane clown posse. I don't know. I have no <laughs> right. idea. Those masks, everyone, they all look like, those guys are crazy. So I'm like, yeah, it could have been them. I don't know. They hit the, they come in, they have shotguns. They line up everybody up against the wall. Um, they rob the place. Wow. And then by the time, like, honestly, it probably happened, I'd say it was a minute tops. They were in and out. They had the money. They were gone. All of a sudden, we turned around, and they were just gone. And wow. it was a cra- It was just so scary being 19 and being like, what just happened? Like, the guys really just robbed this place? The owner had run out the back door, leaving all of us inside. So we were all like, hey, thanks a lot, dick. Like, you fuck. <laughs> I would have so, taken anything that was, that was left. I would have robbed whatever was left over and left the place. Well, he probably deals with it every six months. He already had a contingency plan to, like, run out the back. Yeah. Yeah, he ran right out the, he didn't care. He ran not right his out first the back rodeo. door. <laughs> no, now, yeah, not his first rodeo. And Neil has a background in, in music, so maybe it was really was the insane clown posse looking for it Neil. It might have been. Yeah. It's a good it's a good possibility. <laughs> and then those guys, yeah. So then here's here's the wild part was that I end I was so scared to leave that I ended up staying and finishing out the tournament. <laughs> and then and then I ended up and then like I like the ended responsible up young the gambler you are. Yeah, I was so responsible. Like, but I ended up winning the tournament. Which well, is of the course, there's nobody left. <laughs> yeah, everybody else left, so I ended up winning the thing, and this is how I know the guy who owned the place had nothing to do with it, was that he actually paid us out the money oh, wow. over the time. So he, he didn't pay us immediately. He said, if you guys can come back weekly and just pick up money, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure that you, know, you guys get it. And to be fair, he did do that. So as much of a, wow. uh, as much of a, a piece of crap this guy was, he did the right thing and ended up paying us out. So, yeah, he just wanted um, to stay alive. 
Yeah, he just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it ended up being crazy. Yeah, but that's like, that happened right not far from the comedy club. Like, you know, and I remember telling my father about it the next morning. I said, Dad, you know, I got robbed at gunpoint last night. And uh, he said, yeah, that stuff's been going on for a long time. Like, there's no, (laughs) it's no surprise. Not like horrified for you. Yeah, he was like, there's no surprise that. He he didn't say, who is this Rubenstein guy and stay away from him? No, <laughs> no, no. He was like, "Yeah." He goes, "If you keep playing in those places, then you're bound to get robbed." So, I was like, oh yeah, good point. All right. Just like and saying, you know, I went to McDonald's and they put cheese on my burger by mistake. <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes it that happens. happens. <laughs> yeah, sometimes that happens. And he was kind of like, my dad was so old school. He was like, "All right, like, stop crying about it. Like, just move right, on." Right. <laughs> just a bullet. <laughs> yeah, it was so crazy. Like, thinking back about it, I was just like, oh, man, like, 19 years old getting robbed at gunpoint. Like, it was just too much, and that was kind of one of the last times I think I ever played. Uh, played illegally, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> played illegally, that's what I wow. <laughs> So and then, yeah. and then, I guess, an experience like that just bonded you and Neil, and you guys just became... Uh... Yeah, yeah. well, no, I, here's the thing. I, Neil wasn't even there that night. Neil wasn't there, but I called Neil right after that because I was kind of like, hey, this place got robbed, you know, and he was like, yeah, I heard through the grapevine. And then actually, I think about six months or a year later, uh, another, you know, illegal place got robbed and five guys had come in with guns. Oh, wow. And everyone was, everyone was wearing a mask uh, except for one guy. And I remember I had a friend there um, and he, I remember him telling me, he said, yeah, there was one guy who didn't have a mask on. And I remember thinking like, yeah, that's probably the guy you want to be afraid of because Absolutely. that guy yep. is, doesn't care if you see his face. So right. he's going to kill you, <laughs> you know? Wow. So I remember, yeah, Neil and I have had a lot of talks about guys getting robbed and you know, the, the whole thing. Yeah. So that's like, it goes back a long time, man. It's crazy to think about. It. I was like 16 when I met him. Oh, guy's man. fully tattooed. He's got tattoos on his neck, yeah. big beard. Yeah. He hasn't changed. No. <laughs> he hasn't changed. Well, he's so funny you know. and so nice, though. Oh yeah, he couldn't be any sweeter. Yeah, he's he's he is. Uh, I'll tell you, this is how this is why Neil is so great. The best thing to do with Neil is to actually go traveling with him. Like if you go on the railroad or if you go on the subway or something like that, because he looks so scary that nobody wants to sit next <laughs> to him. <laughs> so like right. he's been he's been getting socially distanced for the last twenty <laughs> years, like without even realizing it. Like no one ever, and he goes. It was so great because, like, we sat on the subway. Nobody sat near us because they're all afraid. They see him and they're like, oh, I'll go on the other side. But it's like he couldn't be any nicer. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> you know, which is so great. But, yeah, that's the best thing to do with Neil, I think. Right. So, he's, so right. So, you, so, yeah, with the album title, The Fight Is Never Over, you knew that there was uh, a fight that, that needed to be, to be uh, fought. And Neil was uh, social distancing. So, you guys, yeah, you guys had it all figured out. I gotta, yeah, I gotta, yeah, around, yeah. I gotta hang around with you, around with you guys. You that's, guys have all the answers. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, that's the, the the title of the album is actually in reference to uh, my fiance and I, where one it's it's a bit that I do. I always I say the fight is never over with her because it's not because she brings up a fight that happened nine years ago. You know when I it was something that I didn't realize was a fight, and then she'll bring it up. She goes, "Remember that time?" And I'm like, "Oh God, here we go." And this, this is, is your fiance, uh, you said. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. and that's going on when you haven't even actually tied the knot yet. So, it's, Correct. Yeah, yeah, so it sounds like you've got <laughs> quite a time ahead of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All the I best. Say, it's, great to be, it's 
great to be quarantined together, you know? <laughs> it always gets better. After a while, you're just too old to even care about fighting anymore. You're like, yeah. Honestly, we don't. It's so <laughs> funny. Cares? Like, I told her, I told her during when the quarantine started a couple weeks ago. What I realized about two days in, I went, oh, I actually like her. <laughs> like, I don't just love her. Like, I actually like, like, it's weird. Like, you don't, you don't think about it. Like, you, you I, obviously, I love her, but I'm like, you know, you yeah, think about I it. I'm like, like oh, no, too. I like her, too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I like hanging out with her. She's hilarious. So I'm like, oh, this is what's so great. I go, yeah, like, you know, quarantine is not fun. But I go, if you got to do it, at least be with somebody you like. Yeah, if you're stuck with someone. <laughs> it's good good to know that yeah. she's, uh, yeah, so she's still alive and uh and doing well. She's then. great. She's, yeah. yeah, she hasn't been killed yeah. by you. Yeah, that's. Nice. I got a question. How are you guys? Are you guys? You guys aren't social distancing in the studio right now, are you, you guys? We are not. Each other or we're, the, we're the only no? ones that are that are. We're, yeah. yeah, we're we're together. <laughs> and, you know, we're, we're the fight is never over on our end here too. So okay, <laughs> yeah. So we figure we're infecting each other at home, so we may as well come in. There, there's, All right. I mean, yeah. Th- this building. We're here at Governors in Levittown. The, the whole building is yeah. shut down, so we're the only ones coming in here. So we figured only may as well day. just keep doing the show, um, you know, four days a week. And Makes uh, sense. yeah, may, why not? Right. So uh, yes, yeah, so we, Look, don't have we to. honestly we need the content now. It's just you know, there's nothing else to do. Right. Like. That's uh, <laughs> not to, not yeah, not to get all cliche and corny, but we do feel like we want to. We we feel like you know this is our doing our little part right here you know trying to trying to entertain yeah. which is why we need guests like you to to make it funny cause yeah we, we're not come funny. in and tell stories or something <laughs> yeah, right. talk about <laughs> talk about uh, getting in trouble with Neil Room well it's so funny yeah, exactly. Andy, Andy Pugliano said he was like <clears throat> speaking for Neil uh yeah I heard through the grapevine as Neil's counting your your money <laughs> like like he's the one <laughs> yeah, who stole, like, exactly. robbed you <laughs> yeah. A bastard definitely stole from me. <laughs> <laughs> so I so I know another comedian you're um, that I, I'm assuming you're tight with is Mike Calcagno because I, I saw that we were watching some of your videos and stuff. The the call nine one one video by the way you and Neil was hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought that was oh, great. Yeah, that was a couple years ago, yeah. But then now g- getting back to Brewer a little bit, there's this video of uh, Brewer being in, in therapy where you're the therapist mm-hmm. and Calcagno has a quick cameo and I saw in the credits that he co-wrote this thing with you. So I have a yeah. couple, I have a couple of questions with this. First of all, mm-hmm. uh, again, and Mike is a super guy, oh, super so nice. funny, such a talented mm-hmm. guy. We've had him on the show before. Yeah. Did, I mean, oh, it must have been a blast making that video. If I'm playing your part, I, I mean, they would have had to edit and cut and you know so much because I'd be laughing my <laughs> ass off at Brewer. Yeah, it was. Uh, I I uh, I come up with the idea when obviously we were allowed to be around people and stuff about two years ago, and and um, yeah, uh, Cal helped me write it. We we got it together. Jim loved the idea. Um, yeah, it was difficult to stay with a straight face as Brewers screaming about the mess. Right. Yeah. Um, I think I only broke. There was two times that I broke. Um, and they, they didn't have the camera on me. Thank God they had it on Jim. Cause I would, there was one moment when he was screaming about, uh, Noah Syndergaard, who was a pitcher on the Mets when he got, uh, hoof mouth and, and foot <laughs> disease. I thought I was, I thought my head was going to explode. I was laughing so hard. And that's um, true too. I mean, he, they, yeah. And only on the Mets, man. Only on the Mets. Is this only stuff on happened. the Mets. Yep. <laughs> only on the Mets would that happen to their star pitcher. We've got to be out for two months now. Yeah. That was a great video to shoot. I had so much fun doing that. And, um, I remember when it came out. I just remember being so proud that it ended up coming out the way that we kind of envisioned it. So I was, I was happy that everyone was involved. And, That's yeah, great. And, and it's and it, it, it Brewers that he's that easy. Like you're able to go to him and say, "Hey, look, I have this idea," and he just yeah, yeah I, I had 
I had sent him a text and I said, uh, hey, I had this idea. Uh, being a Met fan, I said, you know, I think it'll work. And I said, I play a therapist. And then I told him the idea and he went, this is hilarious. And then I saw him, I think, the following weekend. And I said, would you actually be interested in shooting it? And he said, yeah. And he actually came... Jim wanted to do it so much that he, he ended up, he came on a day off. He lives in New Jersey. He came on a day off and drove to Long Island. And we know that traffic on yeah. Right, yeah. any given day could be nine hours. So he he really took the time and came out. And so that's how yeah. he was very excited to do it. I was just happy. Someone, I was like, oh, he's excited to do it. Okay, I guess we're doing this. You know? That's cool. He's um, one of the good ones. Yeah. You see people that they know what it was like when they were first starting out and they always reach down and help. You know the people that they think yeah. can help, and then other people don't. Yeah. So it's like, and you could you could definitely see that <clears throat> from him. Yeah, and that's and honestly, that's the way he is. He looks out for everyone who's in his in his little circuit, and I'm I'm proud and happy that I I, I assume that I'm part of that circuit now. And yeah, it, absolutely. It's nice if to he's see. putting he goes, his name on your uh, album, that's right. a yeah. great thing. Yeah, he's always great. Like he always, anytime I call him with a question about you know the comedy business or hey, I have this going on, can I talk? He stops every time. <laughs> And says, yeah, absolutely, call me now. And, like, we, we'll talk about whatever. So it's like he couldn't be any greater to me. Like, I'm always, I'll always be indebted to him for the rest of my life. So Yeah, well, um, that's, that's super. You know. And, yeah, we, we have heard that, you know, through this, maybe the same grapevine as Neil. We've heard that Jim is just a, a super guy to work with. Um, yeah, so, he so couldn't be any easier. Yeah. And it's the best. You know, I'm very grateful. And, and he takes you everywhere, right? You go all over the country with him or no? Yeah, we did. Um, we just ended. Uh, we uh, just before Christmas, uh, beginning of December, we did thirty cities together. Wow! Um, and then we we were honestly we had done the first leg. We had three more legs of this tour of of his tour, where I was opening for him. We did the first ten. Uh, about we I did the first 10 right as this was getting crazy. Yeah, this whole pandemic started. I was flying home from Florida. Uh, we had finished in Florida. We had just done 10, 10 cities. We did like Atlanta and then a couple of states in Florida and Tennessee and all these kind of cities as it was getting crazy. And we flew home and then they told me because I, you know, when I was flying home, I had to stay in for two weeks there. I had to be quarantined because I was traveling. So wow. I stayed home for two weeks. And then actually the next leg of the tour was supposed to start today, but Jim has canceled everything up until, uh, as far as I know, September. Wow. Um, he canceled everything. Yeah, because he's not sure when this is going to end, and he didn't want to sure. put dates in the summertime, and then you have to remove them, and then it's a whole thing. So I believe he's moving on. He's, um, he's, I believe the next part of the tour is not going to be until at least the end of August, beginning of September. So, um, which stinks, but it is what it is. What are you going to do? You know? Right. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, he's, it, yeah, ter yeah, terribly. Yeah, he's more right? concerned with. You know, keeping his family, you know, of healthy course, and, right. and, you know, and that's, that's what it is. Wow. That, yeah, yeah. Which is crappy. Look, there's a lot of comedians who are in the way yes. that it is right now. Yeah. And, we, you can yeah. Do, and you know? we do that. Yeah. We talk about that constantly here. Um, being that we're coming at you from, from governors and, uh, yeah, yeah we, we feel, I mean, and it's everybody, you know, it's, it was weird cause it, you know, clubs and, and store, you know, they were, you know, they very early on, they said, you know, no more than 50 people so a place like this closed up quickly so at first yeah. it, at first it was hey let's you know get some money to the musicians let's get some money to the comedians anybody that's doing live entertainment but now yeah. but now it's everybody or ju now it's just everybody. about yeah, everybody yeah world. so yeah. yeah so i i'm hoping i'm i'm hoping there's a big resurgence when 
when it does open back up because people are just going to be dying to get out. Hopefully they have some money to spend so that things can start flowing again and, and you know, guys like yourself can start making your living again, man. It's just, it's I know, just insane. It's, it's weird, man. It's a weird, uh, <clears throat> it's a weird time to be alive, but I look at it like, you know what? This is what my government's asking me to do, right? They're just telling me to stay home. Right. That's all they're saying. They're saying, True. just stay home. I go, my grandfather was sent to war. Right. And him and his friends were sent fields. to war. Yeah, it's like, it's like my, if I would have, like, and I heard some people complain about, oh, I have to be inside. And I'm like, my grandfather would have punched you in the face <laughs> if that's all he had to <laughs> do. That's all he so. ever wanted to do was stay inside. It's like, and it's like, you know, if you try to keep it in perspective, granted, it sucks. I get it. We're all stuck inside. There's only so many netflix documentaries like tiger king that you can watch before right. you're you know losing your mind but it's like all they're asking you to do is stay home and it's like we're not being sent to war right you know what i mean like you're not doing it just stay stay yeah, home just don't hurt it's anyone. not difficult St- stop hurting yeah, people yeah yeah i'm hurting just stay home that's all you have to do and it's like yeah, i try to point. look at it from that perspective you know sure. where it's like they're not sending me to war they're not asking me to go shoot somebody so i'm like well if this is the best I could do, is stay home, and that's what I'll do. You know. All right. Yeah, that that makes sense. Good that's point. Um, can know. we? Are you good? You, can we go f- just a few more minutes with you? Is that all right? Or are you? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, whatever cool. you guys. I'm, hey, hey, I have nothing to do today. So. <laughs> that's true. Where are you going? We got another hour with you. Uh, yeah, we got another hour with Brian McKenna. <laughs> that's the hardest part about this whole thing. Is like when you call somebody, I don't have anything to say that I have to do to get off the phone. So it's like, yeah. hey man, I yeah, I gotta I have let to go. go. Sit on the couch. <laughs> yeah, I have to go sit on the couch for a little bit. Well, like, that's, what? Like, that's the thing too. Yeah, you, you have to answer because you know the person calling is like, well, where else can they be? They got to be home. Yeah. How many what fake showers doing? can you pretend you're taking? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And you don't exactly. And you and and you're engaged. You you guys don't have kids. No, no kids. Right, Thank so God. Even, because I, feel, I, I feel bad for people yeah. who have kids right now. No, I'm it, like, dude, that's got to be uh, up it, early. Yeah. Like, you're, they're screaming at you to go outside. You can't go outside. You're like, what? I, oh, my God. I couldn't even imagine that right Yeah, but now. see, but they're a, good, they're a good reason to get off the phone. Oh, sorry, Johnny just fell. I gotta, I'll, I'll call oh, you back. Oh, that's true. I mean, that's, oh, yeah, that's not a bad you, idea. You're just engaged. So you, you, uh, let, me, let me teach you here. You know, there, there's... Mm-hmm. Kids are good for excuses and child labor. That's that's the whole purpose. Yeah, that's true. That's why we I have, have them. I have a dog, but he doesn't work as well. Hey, sorry, my dog just, you know, is shit on the floor. I got to go. Like, there's not. <laughs> right. You can't really. You can only get really away work. with that so many times, too, where, where, yeah. a kid is, where a kid is screaming for years. You can use that one forever. But uh, Exactly, yeah. Wow. <laughs> exactly. So, all right, well, you guys have time, so get on that. and you can Yeah. Make, make some kids. All right, so. <laughs> oh, well, don't. Relax with that. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm trying to uh, you know get you laid while you're home. Um, so when my, uh, when my album is number one again, that's when I'll, that's when I'll have another. Oh, kid. No, yeah. did you hear that? He said number one again. Oh, really? It was number one for that's three days. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Three days on That's really cool. Brian Thank McKenna, you. number yeah. one album. Uh, where on iTunes? I know. It was on iTunes. Yeah, for three. For an entire weekend, the week that's Friday, twenty seventh, twenty eighth, and twenty ninth was all number one. Good yeah. for you! Wow, that's yeah, yeah, thank that's you. Impressive, yeah. man. I'm wow. So I, I again, I say it's all Jim Brewer because he tweeted it out and people <laughs> were actually buying it. So I was like, okay, works for me. Well, thank you for remembering us, little people, Mister Number One. Yeah, Adam of course, man. <laughs> of course. So, so, how did how did all that happen with Brewer? Did did you guys meet from? The, is there a Long Island connection or or just or yeah, how did that happen? Yeah. Actually, uh, 
Governor's Comedy Club help was pretty intricate in that uh, happening. So what happened was was that he had called governors looking for an opener a couple years back. No kidding. And uh, yeah, because I think his other opener was starting to move on a little bit um, and was starting to kind of do his own thing. So right. he had called governors, um, which tells you immediately what type of guy Jim is, is that he called back the comedy club, one of the comedy clubs that he started in to find somebody that, could possibly open for him. I just think that that is a great thing. You know what I mean? Because a lot of comics move on and they become famous and nobody, they never see him again. But yeah. I go, he's calling his old club going, yeah, call them and see if they got anyone. You well, know, you know um, like James here, I mean, he just, he really knows who should be, you know, out there or not out there. He's really good at that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So about a couple of years ago, it was probably, um, Ah, uh, man, I don't even know. It's at least four years ago he had called. And this was actually uh, the, uh, the, there was another owner, Mark, who's no longer with the club. Yes, he was yep. there. Right. So I believe Jim's people had called him and then they had put me in contact with him. And I remember I was, you know, I was doing an open mic up at Stand Up New York for two people. And I remember just going up there and talking and bombing and nobody was listening. And it was just like, oh, God, why am I doing this? And then I got a phone call from the comedy club, and they were like, you want to open for Jim Brewer on Friday? I was like, yeah. So I was going to leave now? I'm like, where You're is right. it? I'm like, where do I go? So I ended up uh, driving to Rhode Island, and uh, I opened up for him there. And, uh, you know, him and I were were uh, pretty similar. We both watch baseball. You know, we have a similar sense of humor. And uh, we got along really well, you know, after the show. And then we, I opened for him again, and I did really well. And then... He had said, oh, look, there's going to be some more dates for you coming up. And I said, okay. And I kind of took that as like, well, maybe there'll be other dates. I kind of looked at it like, look, some people say things in the moment that right. they don't yep. mean not, they, that they not necessarily true. mean. Right. And I go, he might have just been being nice. And I remember driving home and remember thinking, well, if this is it for a while, then I can, I can handle this. It was two, two great shows. And then I got an email from him on Monday saying how great of a job I did. And here are some more dates. And uh, I got I, I did a whole Midwest run with him uh, like a month after that. And we've been kind of been he's been kind of using me ever since. Yeah, that's um, fantastic. And how long has yeah. it been now? Four uh, years. At least four, four years. Wow. Yeah. Good I think I was like you, four man. years in when I started. Yeah. That's so. Super. Yeah. <clears throat> wow, and and see that yeah, it was really crazy. How great is governors for hooking you up like that? This is the best. I know, yeah. They they it it you know. It, I, thankfully, I worked the club for a little bit, so they knew me. You know, right. they and they trusted me enough. I I took that. There was a lot of things that went on there that made me feel good. I took that very much to heart that they trusted me enough to recommend me to somebody like him. Yeah, which sure. is you know that's a, that's a, in and of itself that's is a big problem. You know. Yeah. Yeah, so it was really like it was really touching, and I really appreciated it. And look, I've been forever grateful to them for you know making that happen. So, who are you know. uh, who are some of your other? We were talking yesterday. John Ziegler is a good friend of ours, and he. Uh, he we oh were, God, I feel bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were we were just talking, shooting the shit with him yesterday on the show, and he just by yeah. pure coincidence mentioned your name. Um, yeah. Who are your who are, you know some uh, have there been you know the, uh, were the Long Island comedians. Were they helpful to you along the way? You know, or, you know, like when you were first starting out. You know, was it a good community? Yeah. Um, well, when I first started, everyone was really nice. But it's a weird. It's a close, close knit community comedy. As big as it is, everybody knows each other. So it was very difficult to feel eventually, like to feel accepted. But yeah, yeah everyone's nice. Yeah, everyone was really nice to me in the beginning. And I think once they know that you're going to take this serious and you actually want to be a comedian as opposed to 
just somebody who wants to do it because it's fun to do. Right. Once they know you're going to take it serious and, and they see that you're working hard and all that stuff, that's when it, more people accept you. And that's with, I, that's probably with everything in life. Yeah, that probably. eventually yeah, when they see that you're taking it seriously, oh, okay, he gives a shit about this. He cares about, you know, being good and he cares about showing up on time and doing the right thing, which sounds like, oh, everyone would do that. No, they don't. No, Nobody, they don't. No, they, people, don't. They, really they don't. Like, and, and not enough people do it in comedy where you're like, you know, I, I know professional comedians who still show up late to shows. I'm like, what are you do? Like, what what are you doing? Like, yep. they show up late, their shirts untucked, they look like shit. I'm like, bro, you're a co- like, what are you doing, man? Take it a little serious. Act I, as if you care, right? A little bit, you know. And, and you're not talking, you know, five minutes late either. I, I, we've seen it here. At the no, club, you know, like an hour. A half hour. Look, look, crap happens sometimes in sure. life where you right. know you're tra- trapped. I get it, but I go if you're consistently late, I'm like, no, it's you, man. Yeah. Like, That's figure right. it out. Like, That's right. You know what I mean? Like, people forget that stand-up comedy, as funny and great as it looks on the outside, it's still a job. So I go, would you show up late to a job every day and drink beers? On- oh yeah, That's yeah, the whole like, drinking it's thing. It's like you're you're drinking, you're smoking weed. I'm like, okay, hey man, if that's your thing, good for you. But I go, it's still a job. You still have to show up and perform. You still got to be on time. I go, if you want to make money at this, you got to treat it like a business. And you it can't doesn't make it-, it better. Like I've seen like the comics because we have like a we have a green room show in here, so like they'll, yeah. the comics will come in and you know in between their their things. And mm-hmm. I, I know exactly what you mean. Like s- some comics, I think they think they're better when they have a couple of drinks but they're not because they're slow like i could see them yeah. like in the hallway when the night first starts out and they're all funny and bright-eyed and you know about mm-hmm. an hour in you're like i don't think you realize that you're not as sharp yeah and it's and it's look it's a bad look no matter yeah, how you true. swing it i go look there's some guys that can pull it off there's always exceptions to the rule i know some guys who get drunk and go up and they're the funniest people i've ever seen yeah but it's i go there's one out of a hundred that can do that yeah, so it's true. like yeah. You know, I see these guys who just, you know, again, not taking it serious. I go, ultimately, it's going to hurt you before it hurts, you know, anyone else. So it's like, yeah, don't take it serious. Don't show up on time. Don't do the right thing. And you know, I go, see how far you get. I go, trust me, Kevin Hart showed up on time. Trust right. me. <laughs> it's like he showed up on time. Like those guys yeah. who make it showed up on time. And it's like, you know, you can only be so immature for so long before it eventually catches up to you so right you know it and then here's the thing i take comedy so serious in the sense of like i like you hear you probably hear it in my voice i get annoyed when i see somebody show up late yep. on multiple occasions i'm like bro what are you doing like figure it out yeah you know I what i mean you. like figure yep. it out whatever's going on at home figure it out or don't do this you know what i mean like don't don't right. be like, hey, I'll be there in 10 minutes and show up a half hour late. It's like, well, don't call me and tell me 10 minutes if it's going to be a half hour. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like stuff like that annoys me. And that, again, that's in life, you know. But wow, that's just my crazy opinion and rant on it. Well, that, right. So there you go. Everybody listening, don't piss off Brian McKenna. No, it's true. Yeah, don't piss me off. It's actually really good, time. insightful advice that not everyone, they'll just see you as someone not showing up and then they won't ask you to come by anymore. But he's giving like, exactly. he's giving right. insight into how yeah it's like like don't screw look, your life a, yeah there was a comedy club that started booking me uh close to my house uh and i'm in um i'm in park flow uh brooklyn so it's uh, it, the comic club started booking me the, the owner started booking me and i the show would start at eight o'clock my set wasn't until eight forty. i would show up at seven thirty. yep i'm the same because i go well the show because i go just in case somebody else doesn't show up i'm here 
Right. Like, I'm here. And he, the owner started saying to me, he would go, why are you here so early? And I go, yeah, because first of all, it's, I go, well, it's a job. I'm supposed to be here. That's it right the there. That, it's part and of I the go, job. That's it. Yeah, it's part of the job. I go, it's not a thing. I go, I show, and then he started to, and there's been multiple times where I've shown up early and then three other people didn't show up and they were like, oh, hey man, you got to go up. And I go, yeah, okay, I'm ready. Let's go. Right. And it's like, without knowing it, I put myself in a, in a better position to succeed. You know what I mean? By just count on you. Yeah, because they could, oh, Brian will be here. Yeah, yeah. And I go, that goes for everyone who's ever in any job. I go, you should show up a half hour early. It shouldn't be, uh, you know. And it's funny you mentioned Kevin Hart because, yeah, he did show up early. And this is a guy that hit the clubs. His story is very interesting how he got his name out there. I mean, just basically traveling, you know, very, you know, short story here, but, uh, you know, condensing it down. He, He basically just traveled cross country, hitting any comedy club he can find. Saying, you yeah. know, I'm Kevin Hart, I do comedy, I'd like to perform here. And just getting himself yeah. out there. And, yeah, I mean, talk about taking it seriously. He he really busted his ass. And that's, yeah, that especially in this business, any type of show business. You, yeah, you do you have yeah. to make a difference like that. Yeah. There's something that, um, there's a there's a there's somebody who works at, um, at Governor's Comedy Club who taught me, when I first started um, being booked there, his name is John Trusen. Oh, yeah. Something he yeah. taught me yeah. along. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you guys well. know John, yeah. Yep. John John said to me <clears throat> when I first started, when I, when someone was talking about being an artist, and I said, well, you know, I said, everyone, you know, comics are all artists. And he looked right at me and he said, artists starve. Businessmen don't. Treat it like a business. He goes, you're a one-person business. Think of it like that. And I went, oh, I never. It's and from that advice. moment on, I always went, yeah, I go, That's, you're a business. A comic yep. is a business. What I do is a business. Jackie- so like, oh, you should treat it. Treat it like that, right? Jack, Jackie, you know? the joke man, Martling is is a friend of ours. He's been on, yeah. He's been on the show with us here many times, and he said that to us once. He said Howard Stern is not a comedian; he's a genius of a businessman. And I, yeah. and, and same exactly. thing, same thing with Trusen telling it to you. It's, it had that, yeah. It you know it was that eye opening moment. Oh yeah, he's he's freaking right about that. Yeah, we yeah. had we it's had Chris Monty on here once, and he was saying how like early on in his career, it was his uncle who had nothing to do mm-hmm. with comedy. He's like, "What do you do when you're working like a regular job, and then you're trying to make <laughs> this happen?" And he's like, "Well, yeah." yeah. So he said, uh, "Oh, that's funny that you're wearing, I'm wearing today. a Chris Monty that's shirt." Cool. Yeah. Um, he's I'm actually funny. wearing a Chris Monty shirt today. So, but but Chris's <laughs> uncle said, "Why don't you spend you spending forty hours working for someone else so you can get your life together? We spend forty hours working on this, you know." Yeah, and exactly. he just hit him. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I know um, there's a girl comic in the city. Her name is um, I, uh, Aaron. Aaron. Uh, I, I, I don't know her last name offhand, uh, but her, her name is Aaron. She's very, very funny. I think it's Aaron Jackson. She had said um, she studies comedy the same way a doctor would study trying to be a doctor. Sure. She goes, I spend six, seven hours a day studying. That's what I do. I write and I study. And I went, oh, yeah, I never looked at it like that either. Yeah. She goes, sure. if you're trying to be a doctor, what do you do? You study all day. She goes, that's what. I do with this, and you're like, oh, okay, all right. So, wow. And that's why she's funny, you know what I mean? Like, that's right. why she's funny. And it's like, oh, okay. Right. Yeah, so look, there's, it's, there's, I don't know if there's, I didn't mean for this to be a, a advice column. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't know, it's, it's funny, it's interesting, no, it's great. It's fine, yeah. thank you. Yeah, I didn't mean, yeah, but it's like, if that's the truth, that's the truth of stand-up comedy. It's like, right. guys don't take it serious, and I go, and they, no one will take them serious. So. All right, well, I'll lighten this up a little bit because uh, it's um, Carol Miner is one to hook this up with you, and I wanted to thank Carol on the show here. But I wanted to ask you, yeah. how, I want to know how do you how do you guys even know each other, and does it involve nudity? 
<laughs> no, no, it doesn't involve nudity. I think I met Carol. Carol came up to me after a show. Oh, she's uh, just you a have stalker. to ask her for the details. Yeah, she was. She came up to me after a show, and she was like, "Oh, you should do." She's like, "You should do the morning show at Governor's." And I was like, "What?" I didn't even know what you. I go, "Wait, they do comedy in the morning?" I go, "What?" I didn't even know what you were talking about. I was like, "Wait, what?" Oh, like, so you, you didn't know her? You guys weren't friends? She just went up to you at a show? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I don't funny. remember the exact location of oh. it, but she had said that to She's me. in she Texas, like, oh, go. so maybe. Yeah. Oh, did she? Yeah, you got to ask her the exact place. And then she said, oh, you got to do the morning show. And I said, oh, okay, yeah. I said, if they'll oh. ever have me, I'm fine. Yeah, I go, she's, sure. she's from Long Island, <laughs> right? she lives in Texas. Yeah. You're originally what, Syosset? Is that right? Syosset, yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. originally Hicksville. That's how I know her. I, I grew up with her, so okay. I thought... I thought maybe that you know that we were in, you know Hicksville's right next to Syosset. I thought maybe there was a did, a connection there. Did I you guess. go to Did you go to Hicksville High School? Yeah. Uh, actually, said. yeah, both of us did. Yeah. Uh, and my and, my my mother graduated from Hicksville High School. Oh yeah, what year? And, and all all my uncle. Oh god. Because oh, Tony's mom. Yeah, my whole went family there too. Yeah, my whole like, family. Tony is actually had to sit in class where teachers had his mother first. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get the. I didn't get the. Why can't you be more like your brother? I well, I got that too, but I also got. Why can't you be more like your mother? Remember how uh, yeah, that was good a lot of fun. student Anne was, yeah. and then there's yeah. you. <laughs> so funny. So oh, that, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, yeah. Wow. I, my my mother. Uh, uh, I don't even know what year it would be, uh, but I have a lot of uncles. Everyone went to high school. The last name was Schumann. Schumann. Oh, okay. Schumann. So I don't know if you knew him or I, uh, no, I, there's a lot of them. I, I don't. I actually knew some McKenna's in Hicksville, but uh, Schumann's not. No, no. I yeah, McKenna's. We're from my my dad's from Queens, and then he lived in Syosset with his brother. So oh, okay. nobody. People are writing wow. in that they really thought this this was an interesting interview. So just letting you know. Really good. Tell them yeah. thank well, you. <laughs> absolutely, and uh, and and I want to thank you. And uh, we got we got your website showing up on the screen here since we couldn't Facetime with you, but. Uh, yeah, brianmckenna.com. Uh, yeah. Go to com. grab the album, Brian McKenna, The Fight Is Never Over, and while you're on the website, check out the funny video with the bat. That's all I'm going to say. you got to watch oh this video. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was oh so funny. I was, I, was, I, I was hysterical. I love off-the-cuff weird shit like that, so <laughs> I was laughing my ass over that. So, uh, so I have never experienced something. That, that was in Iowa. That, that happened in Iowa. Yeah. I was yeah. opening for Jim. That happened in Iowa. It was the craziest couple minutes of my life. I didn't know what was happening. And you watch it all. And you watch it. So you watch it happen to me live. Right. Yeah. So go. So everybody go check that out. BrianMcKenna.com. Grab the album on iTunes and everywhere, all the streaming platforms. And uh, Brian, I want to thank you very much for your time. And uh, I, I know we kept you for a little while. So uh, thank you no, very much good. for everything. Thanks so much. Um, and I hopefully, it, uh, hopefully you're back on the stage soon and we'll come see you. And uh, again, thanks to your sister and everybody. Uh, and all the best to you and your fiance. And uh, let's talk again, man. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Brian. Thank you guys so much. Stay safe. All right, all right Brian. Take thanks. Care. Bye-bye now. Take, take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Brian McKenna, ladies and gentlemen. Brian McKenna, uh, stand-up comedian. He's uh, originally from Long Island. He's been Jim Brewer's opener for about four years now. Uh, check him out, brianmckenna.com, and grab his album, The Fight Is Never Over. Uh, funny guy, funny guy. And that was uh, that was great with him. Very nice, very generous of his time. Um, so that was very cool. Uh, Brian McKenna. The interview is great, said Tom Glotty. Thank you, pal. Tom, are you are you on tomorrow? I don't think you are, right? <clears throat> um, thank you. So uh, there you go. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up and say goodbye. And we hope everybody has a great weekend. Uh, tomorrow, I do think Don. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think Tom's on tomorrow. But Don, I believe Don Sill. 
Put Up, Shut Up stand-up. He did a great special this past Saturday. I do believe he's on again tomorrow night. Uh, Joey Cole is doing another one of his live from Joey's Joey Cole's Living Room Club. He's doing another one of those live videos tomorrow night, so be on the lookout for that. We'll we'll share it when we we get it. Um, That's it for our weekend, right? Here at Govs Radio? Yeah, I think so. GovsRadio.com. You can catch us on um, on Facebook, on YouTube, on our website, GovsRadio.com. Uh, we're also, the audio is on Spotify and a few different streaming platforms. Uh, Apple TV, Smart TVs, Fire Stick, Roku. If you go to the BoxCast app, that's where you will find us. Um, again, Don Sill tomorrow night. And uh, everybody stay safe, stay well. I do believe it's supposed to be a nice weekend, so go in your backyard and barbecue and just try to get some sanity. I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping good weather at least helps us a little bit. Sally just wants to leave, I so leave. so she's not. He gets saying a little anything. chatty at the end. I just want to get the announcements out and <laughs> say goodbye to everybody, and hoping that the weather gets better. And well, I guess we gotta go. All right, everybody have a great weekend, and we'll see you Monday at eleven. See ya. Bye, everyone.